Welcome back to the You Can Too podcast, where we go over the knowledge, habits, and strategies on how to start believing that you can too. I'm your host, James Bracken. In this episode, I'm going to be going over the number one mindset shift that truly changed my perception towards everything in my life. Now, for some background, I'm going to get a little vulnerable in this episode, and I'm excited to get into it because I'm going to share a lot of my story growing up. Now, when I was born, I was born in Virginia. I gave blood back to my mother, so I had absolutely no blood in my body, and I almost died, and I needed to get five blood transfusions that they didn't even know if it was the right blood type to even keep me alive, and for some crazy reason, it was, so I'm here today. That's number one. That's how my life started off, and I'm blessed to happen because it gives me such a different perspective towards life that every day is another opportunity to be here. Because we didn't know if I was going to be. Now, when I was two years old, my mother and father got divorced. I was born in Virginia. They got divorced. And me, my mom, and my sister moved up to New York. And my father stayed in West Virginia. And for many, many years of my life, I got to see my father about two weeks out of every year, probably. I don't really remember him much, but when I was six years old, he passed away. And throughout my life, I never grew up with really any kind of father figure because a little bit after that, my uncle ended up passing away. And not too long after that, my grandfather ended up passing away. So every real important man in my life was taken from me at a young age. And I never, one, never really got to speak to them, to learn from them, or to really be around them. And they were taken. And for a long, long time, I was always curious, why does this happen to me? Why does this have to happen to me, not for me? Because, of course, in the experience when you're losing loved ones around you, you're not looking at it as a lesson. You're just looking at it as something that really sucks, honestly, really sucks. And it's never easy to get past, never easy to go through. But one thing I have noticed is that after everything, after the experience, after the funeral, after the wake, after it all, I always get this sense of deeper connection with myself because I understand that I'm always going to look for the lesson, whether it's happening to me in the moment and I feel like it's happening to me or after I experience it and I notice that it's always happening for me. Because truly, our most radical changes in perspective come at the tail end of our worst experiences. And at every moment, every time that someone passed away in my life, it was devastating. And I really had no way of responding. And I always suppressed my emotions and just let it build up for a long time. And that that really caused me to be angry against the world and have a lot of resentment towards what was happening to me. Because that's what I looked at it as. I looked at it as it was happening to me and not for me. And that there was no lesson to be learned that it just sucked that I kept losing people that were important to me. And that I never got to really experience and have time with them. But that one shift in my perspective, that it was happening to me, that it really showed me this deeper sense of, I'm going to die one day too. We're all going to die one day. And not to look at it in this devastating perspective, but to look at it as like, I have to make every single day the best day I can that I have to make the most out of every experience in my life, that I have to make the most out of every second that I'm given because we are only given a limited amount of time. 
And I can look at it as this really sucks. Or I can look at it as I am blessed to have this happen for me. Because I get to move on with this new perspective in life. And it's given me so much more presence in my life. Given me such a different perspective. And I'm more than blessed to say that I am proud to be where I am because of what happened for me. And I say for me. So for a long time, I really did feel like a victim. I did. You know, growing up, I, I lost a lot of family members at a young age. And on top of that, my passion growing up was baseball. It, it really was. I, I believed that I was going to go to college, go to this crazy, amazing D1 school. And just that was going to be my life. That was my passion. But it definitely wasn't my purpose. And I'm doing my purpose right now as, as I speak on this podcast. But that was really devastating for me because almost every year I played baseball, some injury happened. Something. I tore uh, my labrum not too long ago and I had to sleep in a recliner for two weeks. And this was during quarantine. So I'm sitting in the house and barely being able to move out of this uh, recliner. I don't know if anyone has had a shoulder injury but that surgery is definitely not something simple to go through. It is two weeks in a, in a recliner, barely being able to move, and it was absolutely no fun at all. And about a year before that, I got six stitches and three pins in my right wrist. And I had to go through five or six casts, and I was out of baseball also. And about a year before that, I broke my pinky, so I could not play much longer than that. There was always something that took me out of what I love to do, my passion, baseball. And again, on top of people passing away, it felt like life was happening to me. Like all of these things just kept piling on one after another and it just felt like life did not want me to do good. Like life was just piling onto me. And this drove me down a dark road. It really did. It, it drove me down this this road of anxiety and depression and and truly having a tough time getting out of bed for, for days on end because it just felt like life was piling one after the other onto me and I, I didn't want to be here anymore. I'm. This sounds crazy, but I didn't want to be here anymore. And that sounds crazy from the guy whose podcast called the You Can Too podcast, but at that point in time, my feelings, my emotions, my thoughts were all based on external circumstances in my outer environment. So whether that was a family member passing and that led me to feel devastated or it was being injured and being taken out of the one thing that truly took me away from the pain that I felt and having to really face my, my pain that I was going through and not being able to suppress my emotions any longer, it drove me down a dark path of facing this deafening, debilitating feeling inside of me that made me feel like I was a victim in my own life and that I, I had no control over how I felt, my thoughts, wh what was going on. And it, I just felt like I had no control over my life. And that's a very, very dark place to be, to feel like you have no control over how you feel, how you think, and your actions that you take because you feel you don't feel like there's any action that can take away this pain that you feel. And that's where I was at for many different times in my life. And it's definitely not something that I ever wish on my worst enemy, 
but that I know that so many people go through. And that's why I'm on here explaining my story because I felt like I had no control. And I think a lot of people feel like they have no control over their life. That life is just happening to them and not for them. That all these external things in their life caused them to feel pain internally. But the way I it flipped in my mind is that if something is happening inside of me, whether that's misery, happiness, peace, calmness, uh, anger, whatever's happening inside of me, it should happen my way. It should not happen the way someone else wants it to happen. Someone else should not have the power over me to, to make me feel any internal misery. No external uh, experience should ever make me feel misery because it happens inside of me. And being able to flip that switch to, to bring that self-awareness, to bring that consciousness into my life that in the exact moment that I feel misery, in the exact moment that I feel anger, and it's not that you're suppressing the emotion, but you're acknowledging that you don't have to feel that way, that you are not a victim to your circumstances. You are not a victim to your situation. You are not a victim to the experience that you were going through, but it's happening for you. And whether you notice it now and be self-aware and bring that consciousness into these, into the moment, or it happens after you go through this time of just feeling like you have no control and letting life happen to you. And I chose that I'm going to stop letting that happen. That no external stimulant could ever disrupt my internal peace because it happens within me. It should happen my way. And that the happiness that I was looking for, the peace that I was looking for is, is generated within me. It's cultivated from me because everything that we're looking for in life, this happiness, this peace, this fulfillment, it is found within you. And that I could cultivate it at any time if I chose. And that unconsciously, I was choosing to suffer. And a quote I love that truly represents a lot of what I'm saying here is that pain is inevitable. We are all going to go through pain, and it's easier to embrace it than to suppress it. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional, whether that's consciously or unconsciously. And most of us live our lives, 95% of our lives, unconsciously suffering. And when you really take a second to understand that, that all these things that are in our life, whether that's politics or someone makes you miserable or angry or something in your outer environment, has control over how you feel internally. But once we understand that we are always choosing, whether that's consciously or unconsciously, and I don't know about you, but I would much rather live in a beautiful state than a suffering state. And when you're in this, this mindset, this victim mindset that life is happening to you, you start to reaffirm that story in your mind by seeking out things that will support the story that you tell yourself that you are a victim until you bring your conscious awareness to the surface that you are not a victim. And when you consciously choose that you will no longer be a victim is when you start to take control of your life. My dad passing away when I was younger, all of the people that passed away, all the experiences that I had to go through, almost dying when I was born, have a hole in my heart, having medical conditions, having so many different things in my life, feeling like life was happening to me all happened for me so it could steer me down a path to empower and to inspire you and to be on this podcast showing that you can too. And that if I could change my beliefs around what was possible for the future, that you can too. If you've made it this far, 
Go check me out at James Bracken, J-A-M-E-S-B-R-A-C-K-I-N-N on Instagram for daily inspiration and guidance on your personal growth journey to become that best version of you, to change your beliefs around what's possible for the future for you. And if you haven't already, please leave a rating and review so we can get this podcast to more people and help them on their journeys to bettering themselves as well. And if you want to start to see her off with more clarity, with connection, with more mindfulness, with more presence, with more control over your life, then DM me saying you're ready and book a free clarity call to see if you are. Because if you're committed to bettering yourself, then I'm committed to helping you get to the best version of you. Thank you, and I'll see you in the next episode.